Andy, then first of all, captain last week, of course. I mean, that must have been a, a proud moment for you. Your a tweet went a little bit viral as well, didn't it? it garnered <laughs> quite a lot of response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, obviously, like you said, um, you know, really proud moment for me. A nice one for my family as well. You know, they've they've watched Bristol City for a lot longer than I have, so I'm sure you know to see their son or or nephew or, or brother, whoever it is. Um, you know, leaving the team out for for that particular game would would have been a proud moment for them as well. So yeah, it was obviously a disappointing result, but I thought the performance, you know, on the whole, was probably one of our best we've had this season. So that's encouraging, and and if we can take that sort of performance into, you know, the last twenty one games of the season, I'm sure we can have a really strong finish and, and a strong second half of the year. Yeah, were you surprised by the amount of response that your tweet got? Um, no, you know what? To be honest, I don't pay too much attention to social media. It's nice to obviously put your own feelings across. Um, it was nice to put a good one across, having had to do the one after QPR, to be honest. It was nice to have something, um, you know, more more of a proud moment for me to, to be able to put out there. But, you know, that's football. You know, you, you have you have some bad times and you have some good times. And I think it's, it's important that you front up to both of those. Um, and, yeah, I did that. And, yeah, it was it was nice. You know, it got a good response. But ultimately, it's about moving forward now. It's, it's about performances and getting points back in the league again. Yeah. What will you remember most, though, about uh, leading the team out that day? Because I suspect you probably thought back to the days you watched from the sidelines from the terrace uh, and uh, probably dreamed or dreamt of uh, leading the team out one day. So w- what will you remember? What will you take away most from that that day? Yeah, I think probably just walking out first. Obviously, the, when I first started coming to watch, the tunnel was actually where it is now. It, was, it hadn't moved behind the, the goal by that stage. So, yeah, I was just thinking that was me sat across from, from the tunnel, you know, back in the day. And, and now it's me leading the team. I think... Yeah, it was a proud moment, but you, you have to sort of put that to one side, um, you know, and be professional and think about the performance, think about the game, think about your own performance and, and how you can help your teammates, especially in the case we're in at the moment. You know, we've got a lot of young players, a lot of good young players, but, but they do need help and, and guidance. And that's where it's down to, you know, myself and some of the older lads to try and help them. Yeah, and I guess from your point of view now, it's about uh, kicking on, isn't it, from that, putting the injuries behind you and moving on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's really frustrating just as... You know, I obviously didn't play as much as I would have liked last year. And then just as you're finding some rhythm into this season, you know, seven or eight games in, pick up another injury and, and it's one of those things. So, yeah, hopefully that's behind me now. And, and I've had a couple of games, you know, I felt good. I feel good in training. So, yeah, hopefully a big second half of the season for the team and, and for myself personally as well. Yeah, an injury and red card against QPR, which you referenced a moment ago. Aside, how have you enjoyed playing for Bristol City? Yeah, I've absolutely loved it, to be honest. Um, you know, I love my time here. That's that's almost why the injury was was as frustrating or or more frustrating. You know, like I say, just as you you feel like you're getting a bit of the rhythm, we were we were in actually a really good place as well. Sort of going into that Bournemouth game, we just had the win before the international break. We were we were in a good place in the league, and and then obviously the injury came and and things have started to fall away and stuff like that. But I think in recent weeks, you know, we've We've managed to sort of claw that back. There's been some really good performances. Um, you know, the team's playing well. And, and like I keep saying, it, it's going to be a big, hopefully, four or five months of the season now. Yeah. Is it a good or a bad thing to be full of, playing Fulham again back-to-back weeks? Um, if you asked me after Saturday, I would have said, you know, it's a good thing. We're looking forward to playing them. But listen, after their result on Tuesday night, it just shows what a quality outfit they are. I think, you know, people are aware them and Bournemouth are probably... Um, no disrespect to the other teams they're head and shoulders above the rest of the league I think in terms of financial in, in terms of size of club in terms of the Premier League exposure they've had over the last couple of years I think you can see that probably now more than ever with the, with the parachute payments and, and the effects of Covid on the other teams I think you can see why they've managed to accumulate much bigger squads um, and stuff like that which is obviously stand, standing them in good sense. Uh again this season I think they'll be the two who who will take those top two places I know it's early to say but, but from what we've seen in the first half of the season it certainly looks like it's those two who are 
who are going to run run away with it. So we listen, listen. Sorry, we know it's going to be a tough game. We know we're we're in for a tough game. But if we can play like we did on Saturday, like I say, it was it was a really good performance from us. Then, then we can cause anyone trouble. Yeah, you, you mentioned the seven 0 win that uh, Fulham had. What was your reaction to that? Does it give you something else to think about when a team uh, goes into a game? Your next opponent puts in a performance like that uh, in the game immediately before playing you. Yeah, of course it will. We will um, will look at the results of, of the other teams, especially ones which you're playing playing soon. You know, you want to be playing a team who's out of form, not someone who's probably just beat them seven 0 But listen, football is one of those where while that game's gone, you know, it's it's a new game and. And ultimately, it's going to be down to us to, to try and make it difficult for them. I'm sure we can do that. Like I keep saying, I don't want to go back to, to last Saturday because that game's gone now and, and it'll be a different game, you know, different stadium. We know it's going to be tough, but like I say, we, we can go there, we can cause them trouble and, and no reason why we can't come away with some points as well. Yeah, and City have a good record at Craven College, don't they? One on your last five visits there. So has that been spoken about? Do you, do you guys take uh, inspiration or confidence from those kind of things? No, to be honest, that, that hasn't really been spoken about. Like I say, we can't look at look at previous games or, or previous seasons you know clubs are in are in different situations on on time gone by you know you, you can't live on past sort of performances and things like that you know we have to take it on what Fulham's going to turn up this Saturday but more importantly what Bristol City's going to turn up this Saturday and and how we can we can impose our game on them yeah and, and just finally have you got any standout memories from games at Craven Cottage have you got any nice experiences from playing there yeah I scored there uh, it'll be a long time ago now maybe 2008 2009 um, I think it was a League Cup game maybe I remember scoring there um, trying to think of anything else that's that's the one which springs to mind you know I was only a young player at the time I think it was Mark Schwartz in goal I remember playing against Jimmy Bullard actually you know he was he was quite chirpy on the day as you can imagine so yeah that was a that was a nice memory they actually went on to win so didn't end too well but yeah I have scored there in previous games yeah, well, well, good luck for the weekend, Thank Andy. Thanks much. for your time. Appreciate Cheers. it. Thank you. Professor Richard. Hi, Andy. Hi, mate. Just on the um, going back to the captain's, I just wanted to ask you how you're enjoying the kind of the, the role and responsibility of of having the armband and, and leading the team out. Actually, uh, to be honest, Richard, it was it's not really. Um, Obviously, we're 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 a squad here. Dan Bentley's the captain of the club. Um, you know, continue to to do that role. He's he's doing that role brilliantly in terms of looking after the lads, making sure that the lads are all pulling in the same direction and stuff like that. It was just, I think, on that on that day, the manager had made changes and and he's obviously selected me for for that one game. So it's not a responsibility which which I'm taking on. Like I said, Dan Bentley's the club captain. He, he's doing a really good job with it. But it's not just about one player. It's not about the player who's got the armband. I think as a group, um, we can probably be better at it. If I'm being honest, in terms of trying to have as many leaders as, as we have on the on the pitch as possible you know we're we've got some young players and, and some some maybe inexperienced players at this level so it's definitely about the older players in particular trying to help those through and the, the more leaders we can have on the pitch and, and in the group the better for everyone just going back to the to the younger players how important time now with the transfer market kind of on its knees at the moment with the younger players are getting much more of a you know an opportunity in the first team is this a, a golden opportunity for them to kind of make their make their statement in the first team yeah 100 percent. you know i've said for, for 18 months now there's never been a better time to to be a young player like you say in the premier league there's nine subs so so players are getting more exposure more chance to train with the first team and be around the first team and, and obviously players who are getting COVID and isolating if that's three or four then all of a sudden you're in a match day squad or, or younger lads are coming to train with 
with the first team and stuff like that. So, you know, we're very fortunate here that the academy systems always produce good players and, and it looks like it's doing that again. You know, the, the young players we've got who've who've broken through this year or, or the year before uh, are performing really, really well in the championship. And, and it obviously takes time and there will be inconsistencies. We know that, but certainly I would say that the future is bright for, for academy prospects here. And, and like you see in this season, if, if the gaffer thinks someone's ready, that he's not scared to throw them in. Um, you know, he's, he's not one of those who goes, oh, he's only 17 or, or 18. If, if he thinks he's you know, good enough to, to play at that level, regardless of his age, then he'll put him in. And regards to your game, after your, your stint in Belgium, are you delighted to be back, back playing in, in the Championship? Yeah, absolutely delighted, to be honest. Um, you know, it couldn't have worked that any better in terms of, of me coming here at, at this stage of my career. It was something which I always wanted to do and, and, and obviously I'm delighted to be here. Like I said, the, the injury came at a bad time for me, just as I thought the the team was starting to click. I, I felt like I'd had a couple of games under my belt having not played a lot last year, like you say, and, and was starting to feel good. And then it's a setback. But, you know, when you get to my age, you realise that football has has setbacks. It has, you know, ups and downs and stuff like that. And, and this season, I think we've shown that probably as a club where we're also like that. You know, one week we're really good, the next week we're not so good and, and stuff like that. So it's about trying to iron out those inconsistencies, um, you know, try and try and be a bit more consistent, a bit more predictable of, of what we're going to be able to, to perform on a Saturday and I think that will come you know the, the more the players play together and, and stuff like that Just the last one from me Andy there's another sellout for the away stands uh, for the Bristol City fans how much of a psychological boost is that for you when you come out the tunnel and when you see that away stand fall yeah it's obviously massive for uh, for myself, obviously, I remember obviously for a game like Fulham, it, growing up in Maidenhead, I might have been one of those where it was a London game. My dad would have said, "Come on, let's let's go. It's not too far away." So, you know, the away fans and have, have been absolutely outstanding this year. You've, you've got to look at some of the the performances we've had. You know, you, you think to Cardiff and and Peterborough and, and QPR and stuff like that, where we've given them something to go home happy with as well. It, it's been absolutely brilliant. So, hopefully, we can do that again on Saturday and, and you know reward them for their for their brilliant support. Here's Andy. <laughs> hey Andy, Hi, um, just on, hello mate. Just, sorry to go back to Saturday again, just yeah, just yeah. briefly. But on, in your Twitter message, you, met, you mentioned your granddad. Yeah, um, could you just talk about him in terms of his impact on, on your on your career, your yeah. life, and Bristol so City? So my granddad obviously is from uh, Chipping Sobbury. My dad's where my dad's from. Um, so that, yeah, my dad grew up there, but it was obviously my granddad who sort of started the the family in terms of, of supporting Bristol City. So he was the one who always wanted to to take us to the games, and, and if ever we'd come and stay with them, you know, he'd take us to the games and stuff like that. So he's not with us anymore, unfortunately. But you know, I always like to try and think that you know he's looking down and and, and he's really proud of, of of hopefully me playing for Bristol City and things like that. Yeah, must have made it especially um, special when you were a kid growing up. I know it was Maidenheads. You spent. Well, it was pretty much all you. Was, was there any? Were you ever ever close to Bristol City in terms of maybe the, no, the academy? No, the academy and stuff. No, nothing like that. I think when I was younger, the, the catchment area was always you had to be within an hour and a half of of the area. It wasn't so. I don't know the yeah. most, to be honest. Now I think it's a little bit more flexible. But when it was just the academies was just sort of taken over from School of Excellence, so it was more you had to be within the hour and a half radius. So it was never it was never really an option. I went to Chelsea when I was seven or eight, so you know I was picked up pretty young. Um, so yeah, I obviously stayed there until I went to Leicester. So it was never a, a case of coming here. You know, we'd only ever come to Bristol if, if we were visiting family or things like that. Um, you talk about the performance on Saturday. What what in particular pleased you, and w- that you would like to then obviously carry into in, in, into Saturday's league game? 
I think it was a number of things, and I don't think it's just about taking it into Saturday's league game. I think it's into taking it into to the next twenty one league games. You know, like I've, I've spoke about before, we, we've had games where we've been really good, and, and we've had games where we, we've been poor. To be honest, so it's about trying to be a little bit more consistent. I think the the bravery on the ball is something that we've really improved on, especially in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think we were brave at the back. You know, we 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 pressed high and, and almost went three for three at, at the back, allowing the midfield to try and get up and, and close to people. Um, I think having the confidence to to maybe play. You know, we we've tried to change the style a little bit in terms of let's not go so let's not go so direct and and let's try and play through the thirds a little bit. Obviously, we you have to have the personnel, you have the confidence to do that and things like that. And and where um, you know we had a sticky spell probably around November December time it got a little bit harder and you as a player you automatically want to minimise the risk of of giving the ball away and stuff like that so it's an easier it's an easier thing to set up as a team to go direct and, and that's what we decided to do at that moment but you know the gaffers come around now in the last month or, or few weeks and, and said no this is how we want to play and I think certainly from I can't remember the the exact date but probably the last three or four weeks it's I think we've looked really good I think we've picked up some positive results and, and like I said we can keep building on that and and being brave enough to play as a team and knowing that there may be some mistakes which come with it but in the whole I feel like we're creating chances um, we look like we're scoring goals and, and, and obviously we have the ball for, for longer periods it's, it's less likely to, to be conceding as well so hopefully if we can carry on that style of play then, then we'll pick up more positive results as the season goes on Absolutely um, I was just meaning to ask and kind of every young player that we've spoken to through the course of the season they always bring you up they always like Andy King great um, on the pitch, off the pitch, to, to, to talk to. Like, what are you telling them? Like, what what are they coming to you for, and what information are you passing on specifically? What is it, or is is it just like just a variety? No, of I think things? it's a case of them coming to you and saying, "Look, King, it's I need this or I need this." It's more just about being on the on the training pitch. You know, maybe just one little split second saying, "Right, I'll oh, just there like open your body up or try and have one less touch," or even encouragement saying, "Do that again. That was brilliant." Or or blah 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 but like I keep saying I think the young lads here you know you look at Scotty 18 Eamon 18 I know I said something after one of the games earlier in the season to think that those lads are 18 and, and playing the way they are is, is absolutely outstanding and it's not just that you, you think of they, they get the plaudits because they're, they're that young um, you know you've got Han who's only 20 and stuff like that so the, the young players here are brilliant they're going to make mistakes as do old players um, but what I will say is they've got the attitude to learn and I think that's why they, those particular players will, will certainly go to the top even lads who haven't maybe had as many chances Tommy Conway came on at the weekend you know great kid great attitude all the attributes to, to go to the top as well and I'm sure there's others who, who I'm trying to think in my head now who I've, who I've forgotten um, but yeah the, the future they have a lot, of, a lot of good young players and it's, it's actually a credit to try and help those lads because the attitude they have is superb and, and the fact that they want to learn um, you know that's, that's the biggest compliment you can play people at that age Great stuff. Thanks for your time, Andy. No worries. Hi, Andy. I'm just following um, with that. Um, when you've been given the captain's armband, do you see perhaps yourself change um, when you have that armband or are you still an influential figure even without the captain's armband? No, I wouldn't say you know, I wouldn't say I, I changed, to be honest. I've, I've had it a lot of times. You know, I had it at Leicester from a pretty young age. Um, you know, it's, it's not... It doesn't make me feel I need, to, I need to change anything. You know, I'll be the same whether I have it or... Or whether I don't, like I said, Benz is, is the club captain and, and he, he knows the senior players are there for to support him as and, as and when he needs and, and obviously if he needs anything. So, you know, no matter who wears it, it's, it's more for me about having as many leaders on the pitch as, as we can possibly have and and stuff like that. So it's, it's about everyone taking responsibility. Listen, with, with the QPR thing as well, just touching on that, the, 
the the whole thing afterwards saying you know that the three points was on me it's about us trying to learn to take accountability for our own actions you know one week you might score the goal and and that is on you you've won the team the game but the next week for example my situation I got sent off and, and we didn't win the game if I was on the game would on the pitch would we have, have defended the set piece better possibly possibly not but you have to take accountability for your own actions and, and I think that's something that we need to try and get into the group and, and I think that's something which we're, we're learning and, and trying to do um, and obviously before a match and that Daniel Bentley hasn't been in the team um, starting as of late um, as a captain obviously you have a message from um, the manager um, do you put yourself forward um, before a match and who kind of leads that is it still Dan Bentley because he's first team captain in a pre-match talk maybe yeah Bentley's is still very much involved obviously like you say he's only missed what one or two games this season so it's not like he's been out of out of action for for however long. And like I say, he's a top captain. He's he's the captain of the club, and and he's the one who's still leading by example. You know, he's still geeing all the lads up before the game. Um, you know, he's handled it absolutely brilliantly. So you know, can't speak highly enough of him. And and he's still the one who who everyone will go to in terms of if they if they need anything, and and he'll still deal with that. Dan, have you got a question? Oh uh, yeah, hi Andy. Hi mate. Um. I just wanted to ask, you mentioned the bravery on the ball and um, coming through a lot more in the last few games and the younger players, like the midfield you were in part of last week was like incredibly young. I think people forget how young Hanno it is. Um, does it surprise you to see players that young being that like positive and that brave and taking those risks? No, it doesn't surprise me because I see them, you know, on a daily basis in training. Um, you know, obviously been fortunate with the career I've had to always see young players to, to play at the level which they have done to to be playing like that and, and to take the risk. So it doesn't surprise me. Um, no, it's nice to see them thinking that they knowing they have the ability to do that and, and having the confidence to do that. I think sometimes at that age you can almost be better at it because you've probably not had the one where you might have given it away and they've scored. You know, where maybe as someone in their mid twenties or as they get older will think, I'm not sure about that because. You know, I've done it before away in this game in 2000 and whatever and, and they broke away and scored. I think when you're young, you're free. Um, you might have done it in an academy game where it means nothing. So I think it can work in their favour. And like you say, the, the young lads here are certainly happy doing that. I think the way they've been coached here is, is really good and they're probably happier doing that as well. So no, it, it doesn't surprise me to see them being so confident with that at all. And just um, on the game coming up Saturday, like it's been, like you said, a number of good away performances, especially earlier in the season, like Cardiff and Reading and Peterborough. Um, do you think there's been like a change in mentality compared to those games recently away from home? Um, to be honest, this is my first game back uh, since my since my injury away from home, so it's 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 hard to say. Not that I've noticed, not around the training ground. I wouldn't say there's been a change in mentality. Listen, we know the away performances of late haven't been good enough, and it's something we need to readdress. Like you say at the start of the season, we almost couldn't get the home performance right, but the away performances were really good and I think sometimes when you're away it's about digging in you know showing that character like we had to do in those games you mentioned you know a couple of them were 3-2 and we went behind and then came back and stuff like that so you know you have to stand up you have to be counted and you know away from home it's not always going to be easy sometimes especially at games like Fulham and, and probably Bournemouth coming up you know you are going to have to ride your luck if you want to get anything but it's about throwing your bodies on the line and, and stuff like that but also about being confident to take the ball have possession and, and keep the ball off them for long periods as well if, if you want to try and get anything out of those games so I think that's something that, that we need to try and get back to.